0: Hi, I'm Ruthie, your host of the Consistency Corner podcast. I'm a mom, a full time marketing director, and cheerleader for other goal getter women. I'm a retail veteran turned self taught corporate marketing executive who's dabbled in blogging, network marketing, sales, and coaching. At just 20 years old, I knew someday I wanted to help powerful brands ensure their message was consistent across all channels of the marketplace. And I was always inspired by female led brands grounded in supporting women. The Consistency Corner marketing method helps you create a foundation for your brand to sparkle so it can make an impact and an income. On this podcast, we'll talk all things marketing and help you create an effective strategy for your brand and discuss mindset and productivity tips to help you be at your best, even while you juggle all the things. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 15 of the Consistency Corner podcast. On today's episode, we are going to be diving into part two of building your brand guide. Last Thursday, we we dug into part one where we talked about your brand's mission, vision, and values and defining your ideal customer. If you haven't listened to that podcast yet, hit pause right now and start there because this that will make today's episode so much easier when you thought through what your brand stands for and ultimately who you're talking to. If you did listen to last week's episode, today we'll be talking, taking that foundation of your mission, vision, and values and start to define how we show up and convey that message to our ideal customer. So let's dive in. Step three of the Building Your Brand Guide is to clarify your message, copy tone, and visual style. Your message is what you want to say. It's what you want your customer to know about you. It's what you want your customer to do. It's what your customer ultimately wants to achieve. And there's a lot of components to your message. But ultimately, you'll want to just sit down and start by brain dumping and just think through those things. What do you want your customer to know? What do you want them to do? What do you want them to feel? How do you want them to get there? Those are the components of your message. Your message really does go back to your mission because your mission is saying what you want to do and how you want to do it. And that becomes a big component of your message. Now, as as you write out your message and think about what your message is, and again, you're going to have multiple messages throughout the year depending upon your goals, but your brand has overarching messages that relate back to, again, that mission and vision and values. But once you've clarified your message and really what you're trying to tell your customer, you want to think about your copy tone. So your copy tone is how you talk to your customers. Are you sarcastic? Are you technical? Are you professional? Are you cheeky? Are you friendly? Are you entertaining? Are you funny? I'm not very funny. I wish I was, but I'm not. Um, You know, my copy tone, I would say, is encouraging, is uplifting, is inspiring. And that kind of goes back to my values and what I value. Your copy tone is important to be consistent because as your customer reads the words or the copy that you write in social media posts, emails, your website copy, that copy tone is reinforcing to them who you are as a brand. And think about like a trusted friend. You have a certain, you have friends that will text you and you can read a text without seeing their name and like know it's from them just because of the way that they talk. And that's what copy tone is it's the way that you talk. If you're a solopreneur, you probably are going to write copy the way that you talk and the way that you think. But then as you grow and as you add to your team, it's important that your team understands your copy tone so that they can be consistent and make sure your brand message is you know, the same no matter who's writing the copy. And copywriting is one of those things that it's a skill. It definitely takes um, practice and time and sometimes you know, even outsourcing and hiring a professional if it's not something that you feel comfortable doing. I will say I just started reading the copywriter's handbook. Um, It's called A Step-by-Step Guide to Writing a Copy that Sells by Robert Bly. It's the fourth edition, which has some updates for the digital age. Um, So I would recommend that one. It's a good place. And it was like, I don't know, maybe $10 on Amazon. So a great resource. But also, you know, follow copywriters on Instagram. Talk to people who are copywriters if you're you know in an industry where you can network just for some best practices. But ultimately, even if you're not in a place where you can outsource and have somebody write your copy for you, it's important to think about tone so that you can be consistent with your copy tone so that your customer, again, builds that trust with your consistency. And then similar to your copy tone, because ultimately that tone is how you make someone feel through the tone, is your visual style. And your visual style is very much um, similar to your copy tone in that it conveys a feeling to your customer. Now, I am not going to be, I'm not going to pretend to be a designer. I am not a graphic designer. In my corporate job, I have a very talented graphic designer on my team. And you know, I am not um, afraid to ask for design professionals' opinions and help, but ultimately ultimately, even as a solopreneur, you have to understand what's your visual style. Is it more dark and moody? Is it bright? Is it light and airy? Is it more neutral? You know, that's where understanding your colors is important, but then just also understanding the things that make your brand, your brand. And, you know, we'll talk about colors and, um, fonts and logos and all those things because they come into the visual style. But visual style is very similar to tone in that it evokes a feeling. And just like your copy tone, somebody can read an, um, a post from you and know through those words and tone that it's you even without seeing your name. You want your customers to see your images either on your website or on social media and know it's you because you're using a consistent visual style that communicates with them and reinforces, again, who you are as a brand. So we are gonna pause for one second on our brand um, guide method and working through the steps to announce an exciting new resource that I have for you. What if you could build a mini brand kit right in Canva so that you have all of the things that we've talked through at your fingertips for either yourself or your team to build confidence and clarity in your brand? Well, that is what I have created for you. I have a mini brand kit template with a how-to to cover all of the things that we've discussed in last episode and this episode of the podcast in building your brand guide and a template that you can truly plug and play, drop in your logo, drop in your colors, write in your copy and be good to go. It's not going to take you hours to create. I've got the template and a how-to guide already ready for you. And then you can use that template to get going and start being consistent with your branding because you've defined it and you've put it on paper. Be sure to grab the link in the show notes or go to ruthystarrett.com to get your copy of the brand kit template. Start getting consistent by start implementing the consistency corner marketing method and watch your brand truly sparkle and shine. All right, so the last step of our Brand guide building is defining the details, and there's a lot of details, but we're going to cover them and kind of go through what each one means and what types of things you want to think about. The first one is keywords, and honestly, I'm talking about this brand guide in steps, steps one, two, three, four, but it's circular, and you can ultimately like jump around because sometimes keywords are going to help you clarify some of those other areas. I know for me, when I really sat down and did the work of building out branding words, It helped me to think about my copy tone and my visual style. It even helped me think about my mission and my message because I pulled out those specific keywords as far as like what I wanted to achieve, how I wanted my customers to feel. And I have a list of five keywords that I regularly want to make sure that I am incorporating in copy. And then those keywords also, you know, influence how I think about and make other decisions for my brand. So keywords. The next thing is colors. Now, there is like 10 million steps on ways and methods of choosing colors for your brand. And we're not going to get into all of them because there's a lot of different things and ways that you can do it. But you need to define the colors for your brand and start to get consistent with them or be consistent with them if you haven't. Because being consistent with your colors, again, reinforces to your customer who you are and helps them gain trust in who you are because you are showing up consistently. Next step is to think about taglines or copy points. So taglines or copy points are like sentences. I mean, everybody knows what a tagline is or like a slogan, but copy points are kind of like sentences, if I can talk, that you regularly use in longer form copy, like a longer social media post, a blog post, an about me section, like an intro on your website, um, just things that you regularly say over and over again. And if you've been in business for a while, you can probably name some of those Copy points off the top of your head because you say them and you think about them. If you're newer in business, it might be something that you have to spend a little bit of time thinking about. And honestly, a great exercise is to like sit down and write an email or sit down and write a sales page or sit down and write a blog post. And you'll find some copy points that really stick out to you. It's the kind of stuff that like flows that you're like, yes, that's what I want my customer to hear. That's what I want them to say. And it makes it a little bit more concise. And then you use some of those copy points. Um, you repurpose them by using them over and over again in different blog posts, in different, you know, emails, in different um, social media posts, because that helps your customer kind of get familiar with you. And again, it reinforces that consistency and builds confidence. You're also going to think about your fonts and your logo. Now fonts and logo, again, like I said, guys, I am not a designer. In future episodes, we certainly will have some graphic designers and, um, more creative types on to talk with you about your logo and your fonts and how to choose those. But even if you start in Canva, and you just pick a couple of fonts that you love, you know, one, two, maybe three fonts that you love, and those are the fonts that you use with consistency. Same thing with your logo. If you're not in a place to outsource your logo to a graphic designer, you can always try Fiverr, um, which is like a website that you can outsource to freelancers. And there's also logos in Canva that you can um, customize yourself. I will say, as you grow your business and as your business um, evolves, it is important to get a professional to help you with a logo because you want something that's unique in the marketplace. And a designer will take a lot of the things that you've built out around your brand, your mission, your vision, your values, your copy points, your tone, and they'll help come up with the logo that encompasses all of those things in that visual icon. Um, Another piece of your brand kit or a a detail of your brand kit that's really important is your brand story, your history, or your about me. And this is where you write like a paragraph, you know, four or five sentences at most that kind of sums up your brand history and your about me. It's kind of like your elevator pitch, but maybe a little bit longer than that. You know, it can be spoken to somebody in two to three minutes as like an introduction at a dinner party or on a podcast or your about me of your website. And ultimately, you want to use that to build a relationship with your audience. You want to share with them when and why maybe you started your business, but then also some fun personal things about you. You know, anecdotes like me personally, I love a good glass of white wine with ice in it. Like it's a silly and it doesn't really have anything to do with my business, but it helps people get to know me as a human and ultimately humans buy from humans. So your brand should definitely have some elements of you as a human and that about me or that story helps create the personalization of your brand. And then finally, you are going to define in your brand kit some key images. Now, if you're a solopreneur, these are likely going to be headshots. If you're a product-based business, they're going to be shots of your product or even shots of your storefront if you have a physical store. But it can even be like if you're a location-based business, it could be shots of your hometown or places in your city that resonate with your customers. And these are images that you likely will use in multiple places, email, social media, websites that really convey who you are as a brand. All right. So the last detail for your brand guide to think about is your hashtags. Now, I'm certainly not a hashtag expert. So I'm not going to tell you guys that I know all the things when it comes to hashtags. But one thing I will caution you on is to start thinking about the hashtags that your ideal customer is searching that your ideal customer is looking at because hashtags help categorize your content. So it gets shown to the right customers. And you don't want to use a hashtag like a sentence like people that say like hashtag I think hashtags are cool and hashtag follow my Brand insert brand name, like that's not a thing. Um, You want to use hashtags uh, either for your geographic market, what your ideal customer is looking for, who your ideal customer is, what you offer so that people can find your content based upon those interests. I know that was a lot you guys and we covered a ton in these past two episodes as far as building your brand guide and don't forget that I have a special bonus just for you, your mini brand kit template. You will get some video tutorials from me as well as a PDF how-to, an example of a mini brand kit, and a Canva template where you can truly drag and drop right into Canva and build your brand kit in a matter of probably under an hour. Um, I definitely can't wait to see you guys fill them out and share them with me. So grab the link in the show notes to download or go to ruthystarrett.com to get your free resource and start building out your brand kit so that your brand can truly sparkle so it can make an impact and an income. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to tag me on stories and share this episode if it was helpful. Let me know what your key takeaways are and I cannot wait to see you go out there and build your brand. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Consistency Corner Podcast. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at Consistency Corner for more marketing made easy mindset tips and behind the scenes of working mom life. If today's podcast was helpful, I'd love it if you would leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and share a screenshot and tag me in stories so I can cheer you on and learn more about how to support you in building a brand that truly sparkles.